Well, good morning again. Seems like the boys at NextGen have given their best in a seminar, and our response was, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next question is, you know, we've really been hard on Byron Allen, Keith, and, you know, I think we ought to give him a break. Let's talk about that. And uh, a big congratulations to a new format that wins really big in the LGBTQ market down in Palm Springs. Could be a harbinger of uh, format break in other markets. Ooh. Good morning. We're back. Ooh, that's with quite the it. tease, yep. Jackson. That's quite the tease. You <laughs> bet it is. Don't talk about teases. Uh, good morning. We're back with another edition of Media Insulted. This is my opinion, Keith's opinion. We comment on all kinds of things, sometimes rudely. I'm in Seattle. Keith, on the other hand, is in Southern California. And we are doing this because we just have a ball with it. So come on and enjoy us. We welcome you to the Tuesday, February 1st episode of Media Insultant. All right, Keith, is it written somewhere that we're thrilled is included in every PR release. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. You are talking about next gen TV, Jackson. They were thrilled. <laughs> yes. And and not only was everybody in next gen thrilled, but promotions when they do a press release on promotions, new formats, upgraded facilities, vendor deals. I mean, a new supply of toilet paper showed up. I mean, there's always something that people are thrilled about. Is it written somewhere that you have to use the phrase thrilled yeah. in a press release? <laughs> I mean, think about it. I I guess in in the sense of transparency, what I'd like to see is things like this. Things like, well, we couldn't find anybody else to work for that salary. (laughs) Or she was a real headache at the last job she had, but she'll do great for us. And, you know, that format really sucked. But this new one will suck too. (laughs) But at least least we bought ourselves another year on the payroll. Right. So, is is I mean, I just get so tired of every single press release. Somebody saying we're thrilled to have Keith and Jackson join our team. Yeah, yeah. and I'm and looking you know forward. I'm thrilled. looking forward to taking them to the next level. The next level. That's the other phrase. Yeah, yes, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. You know, it's all about the next level. You know. <laughs> well, next gen has been talking about the next level for some time. This is next gen television, and we have talked about next gen television. On Adventitum, uh, throughout all of our time uh, doing Media Insultant. So they held a seminar, a big panel with four experts. Very impressive. Oh, yeah. It was held by the news, the trade paper, uh, TV News Check. Mm-hmm. And they were asked some of the same questions we ask, right? For yeah. example, what was the key functionality that they saw? Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first thing they saw was... Location services. Data. What does that mean? Yeah, data. 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 Yeah, data, data. Well, we're going to spread data. But what kind of data? Ooh, data, data. All the data. You know, there's people that are moving data around, and now we can because we've got uh, next gen. Yeah, yeah, we got, yeah, whatever it's called. 4K. We're going 4K. 4K. Well, and that is, I will give them credit for that. That is going to be a nice benefit for people with next-gen adapted television sets that can watch in 4K. They talked about a lean-in viewer experience. I don't know what the hell that means. Well, leaning, yeah. <laughs> you know, leaning in is what we sp- we're supposed to do, you know, and to everything, right? There's been a book written about leaning in. 
And, uh, you know, so if, if you've leaned yeah, in, you're committed and you're really on the cutting edge. You're really involved. That's Absolutely. true. But what is going to make somebody lean into a television show? That's, <laughs> you know, that's. And, you know, we talk about this and we give them a hard time. But at the end of the day, every single thing they brought up, every single thing they brought up was something that can be done currently with existing technology. And that's that's the thing I find, you know, they got to find a killer app to make this thing succeed or it's going to be AM stereo, quadraphonic FM. It's just going to be a dud. It's oh, just I, I, a dud. Oh, I remember AM stereo. That was so awesome. I had AM stereo radios that we were taking around doing demos with. Um, yeah, that was great. But, you know, what was interesting for me was that everybody on this panel was from the technology side. It was the head of technology at Sinclair and the head of technology at, was it Nexstar? I mean, they were all like head tech guys. And if you're a head tech guy, your, your job rests on getting the next great thing, you know, the, right, identifying right. the next shiny object. And explaining it to your CEO, who's getting his ass kicked because the revenues are down and they can't make enough money, and the retrans are, you know, dropping. Oh, oh, yeah. So these guys are these tech heads that are all talking about all this functionality, all this cool stuff to do with data and 4K and geo targeting and all this other stuff. It's like, uh, yeah, whatever, dude. We can do that already. Which led to uh, the Q and A section. So at this webinar. Apparently, they allowed someone named Jackson to ask a question on the on the chat. And so, what did you after all of this stuff about how great this thing is? What did you ask? And what was the so, answer? Um, the same question we always ask: What's the one application that Next Gen TV can do that can't be done today with existing technology? Just and? one. Just name me one. I asked. And what did they answer? The first guy said, uh, "Security." <laughs> And the next guy said, oh, you can watch TV at 70 miles an hour in your car. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And and neither answer had anything to do with anything that they had talked about the past 45 minutes. Right. They never mentioned any of those things. <laughs> right. Right. So. <laughs> but again, but again, my neighbor's out there with his new Tesla, and he's watching TV at 70 miles an hour right now. He sure is. He sure is. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I, you know. I, and hands-free. Really... <laughs> No hands. <laughs> but can he lean in at the same time he's watching television at 70 miles an hour? That's the real question. Maybe that's the killer app. I don't know. We want to see, we do really want to see, in all seriousness, something come out of this because it's taken a lot of time and a lot of money for the business. And uh, as Shelly Palmer said so aptly, the television business walked into the middle of the shootout at the OK Corral and said, What? What's yeah. going on here? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> well, and I talked to a uh, I talked to a contact of mine who's who's uh, who's in the television business and understands that that this, that this is a big thing. This is there. There was a lot of pressure in TV to to join up in next gen, and basically, while they're saying that yeah, there's a lot of data and some of these other things that make new revenue streams for them, uh, modest but but they're there but was basically saying that there's the underlying fear that this really is something that's going to just enrich Sinclair and, 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 and the guys that, that started this because they'll have, you know, they will have been in it first. And that's the thing, you know, so there's, you know, there's, there's a, there's a little bit of a, of a negative baggage that's coming with this. Are we signing, are we, are we doing a deal with the devil? And I don't mean politically, I just mean from a business standpoint, is this something that's going to give a competitor or another company a real edge, and, and we'll get a little while they get a lot. 
Well, and Sinclair does own uh, one of the major manufacturers of the transmitters and the encoders. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, that, that, that could be part of the deal. They have, they have long been in that business, though. So, all right. Well, we've beat up NextGen enough. And so my next question to you, Keith, is maybe we've beat up Byron Allen a little too much. Byron Allen has uh, Allen Media Company. And he's got, uh, I think, 16 TV stations, mm-hmm. uh, which is, in the scheme of things, a very small group. And he's been really trying to make it into the big time. Now, you and I both know that television is dominated by what? Old white guys, right? Yeah. And what? <laughs> yeah. No, not, now, now lots, of, lots of, you know, uh, gen- or millennial women. And well, women well, have yeah. absolutely women have done fabulous in in broadcasting. That yeah, is true, yeah. but I also work for a TV station that when they hired the first female sales rep in the market, there was a lot of chatter about that. So we haven't we have come a long way, but still got a way to go. But it is a good boy, good old boys club. Anybody will tell you that that it's uh, you know the NAB and these TV groups are all dominated by guys that are just good old boys. And so, you know, Alan comes along, he claims he's got billions to buy new TV stations. And the sad thing is he really doesn't seem to be able to get a place at the table on these big deals. What, what's your thought on it? Well, he's gotten a place to pick up. I mean, he started his TV group basically buying spinoffs off of groups that were merging or, or buying one or the other. And the FCC required them to, you know, uh, sell some stations because of duplication and market coverage and so forth. So he's been picking up a bunch of those. You know, he owns the Weather Channel, so he's in the cable business in a big way. Uh, and so, you know, yeah, he, he wants to be a player. Now, when we're recording this, you know, he has not uh, countered the uh, the Apollo bid for Tegna that went down um, the week, I think, of the 20th. So, um, you know, we're just waiting for that to come in because he, was, he had a bid in for Tegna, which would make him instantly big and a major player. And it's, it's been crickets since then yeah well he just he may have a hard time getting money or there may just be a price that he just doesn't feel he needs to pay and he may also figure he'll take the spin-offs that'll come out of this merger and that'll continue to build his build his group anyway i just think we got to give the guy a little bit of slack he's worked his ass off he's a good guy from everything i've heard and uh, the only thing i would question is the wisdom he has in suing mcdonald's to spend more money with minority-owned radio or TV stations. Well, if the yeah, the only guy that can get away with that is is Byron. If you and I sued sued McDonald's, um, we'd be banned from budgets for life. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, you know, so he's, he's, he can get away with it, but uh, we're not. You know, we're not. We're not sure how much you'll get out of that, but. Uh, um, you know, it, it's not it's not easy breaking into the television business. It's not breaking, you know, and it's not easy getting a lot of money to buy broadcast properties these days. Yeah, particularly and, and, these days, right? You know, right. so so it's not Byron. Byron would spend whatever he could to get his hands on Tegma, Tegna, uh, but the money guys behind him are probably not. They've probably got yeah. him on a much shorter leash than uh, yeah than than Byron would like to have. So we're going to talk a little bit about this uh, new format that's popped up in uh, Palm Springs. It's kind of under the radar, K-Gay. But first, before we do that, who's Zooming who? Let's talk about personnel. (laughs) Hey, it's February, and it's time for personnel updates. You know, as of our recording, the uh, market manager job for Bonneville, one of the great jobs in radio, Bonneville's radio stations in, uh, in Denver, you know, a top 25 market. 
sports. They got it all. Some great stations, some great formats, and still no market manager. Bob Call retired at the end of at the end of the year, and now we're we're into February, and um, it's not close to uh, to being filled. So we're keeping an eye on that one. But in my research, I found that the Odyssey formerly Intercom, job, market manager job in Denver, has been open since July. They, they blew out the market manager in July. I'm sorry, he left to pursue other interests, <laughs> which is the other cliche in broadcasting, right? Yeah, yeah. which means that more time at, with his yeah, family. Which means he's down at Castle Rock playing golf three days a week. So that job has been open since July, and that's still posted. So I don't know what it is about Denver. I thought Denver would be a great place to live and, and work. Uh, but clearly, uh, both you know, good companies, Odyssey and, and, and Bonneville, are having trouble finding managers there. And then further down in the listings for, for Odyssey, I found that they've got 11 general sales manager job openings around the country. 11. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So 2021 must have been a lot tougher year than people are letting on because there's a lot of people that got axed and there's jobs open. And we're not talking small markets or medium markets. We're talking L.A., Miami, San Diego, San Francisco, Detroit, Houston. There's a lot of big jobs open in radio right now. And uh, Well, and, and Del Caliano commented on his column this morning that in San Diego, they're looking for a GSM, and they've had one applicant in the last three weeks. Yeah. One. Yeah. yeah. So that uh, that's uh, – yeah. Not, well, uh, and, he took, and he took a few shots at Fetterman and uh, Valenzuela, and, uh, yeah, he's, he's all over those guys. Well, and the truth is is that this is all about culture. People do not want to right. – work in the culture that Odyssey has created. Bonneville's got a great culture. There's something else going on there. Yeah. But but not with Odyssey. No. All right, anyway, a uh, new format in Palm Springs, a station called K-Gay, just mm. purchased by a local guy by the name of Brad Furr, and he did something that the previous owner hadn't done. He he bought Nielsen. Ooh, so, and, the, so the station under previous owners did not have access to the Nielsen ratings. Did not. They did not. But So Brad bought up. What's that? Brad bucked up. Brad did, and uh, I think he, uh, I think it was a, a good risky movement because he knew if he got some numbers, he could sell it not only locally, but to your point, when we talked about this offline, San Francisco ad agency. So, and the format is really interesting. It's kind of an EDM club hot AC format, very bright, very up. Get this in the first book that uh, recorded, the station has been on the air now for about two or three years. Mm-hmm. The station went to a from a zero to a three two in the market. Number one in men eighteen to sixty four tied for number one with the uh, with the uh, alpha CHR. Okay, and number two in men eighteen plus. Wow. So they have really Brad's really hit a home run with this, and the interesting thing is that Odyssey's um, channel Q. Hasn't ever gotten over a 1-3. They do an LGBTQ format, but right. it's very, very talk-heavy. And I think one of the secrets with what uh, Palm Springs with Kate Gay has done is they've made the format accessible. It's not exclusionary yeah. to the straights. Got it. And it, it, the straights like the station as much as uh, as the gay community does. Well, so well, our hats off today to Brad Fur and his team there. They've done a great job. Well, well, it, and you know, I worked with Brad for a couple of years at Clear Channel back in the aughts, and uh, you know, really good guy. Um, and I know his heart's really into it. If I know Brad, and that is that he's just he's, he's committed. 
and um, and he's taken a he's 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 put he's got skin in the game and he's taken a real real chance with this. So with him getting the numbers like that, and not only San Francisco Jackson, but there's there's more money coming out of L.A. and and with numbers like that, and with the L.A. agencies understanding and the buyers in L.A. understanding the popularity of that station in Palm Springs and understanding the culture, the lifestyle of Palm Springs and the Coachella Valley. He, he can really, I think he's really going to run with this. And I think, I think, uh, I think Brad's going to have a lot of fun collecting a lot of money around, uh, around Wilshire Boulevard here in LA. I hope so. I hope so. Couldn't happen to good a nicer him. guy. Yeah. Good for him. All right, Keith, uh, that's a wrap. We just got to go. We're into February already. I can't believe it. But as you know, Media Insultant is a production of InTown Media. We do interim contract management for almost anybody except Odyssey in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> and we produce the program each Tuesday and Thursday, so hope you'll join us on any podcasting platform. Videos are always on uh, Vimeo, not Venmo, but Vimeo. <laughs> but, but either, by the way, we are on Venmo, and we do take a do That's take exactly donation. right, yes. Yes, if you get confused, just write $1,000 in the blank, and we'll, we'll make sure your video gets up, or our video gets up. All right, Keith, until uh, Thursday, take care, buddy. Good to see you. Uh, we'll see you later this week, Jackson, and uh, you know I'll let you know if uh, Scott Sutherland calls about that Denver job. <laughs>